With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome in to the early line. Live right here on SportsGrid. I am Kevin Walsh, joined by Donnie Wrightside. And there is a lot to get to. Maybe the most we've ever had to get to here on the early line on a delightful Wednesday. DRS, how you feeling? Sometimes we say there's not enough time over the next two hours. Today might be one of those days. Because just as you think, like, Kevin and I are going to say, hey, man, March Madness, we're just going to spend the entire show talking about that. The NFL jumps in and goes, you know who has the real March Madness? Yes, we do. I can't wait. It's going to be a good one today. College basketball is lucky to even sneak into these <laughs> seven and seven top headlines, to be honest with you. We begin with the biggest piece of NFL news, and Aaron Rodgers isn't going to like this because it was not Aaron Rodgers. It's Russell Wilson, Donnie, traded to the Denver Broncos. Russ is in Denver along with a fourth-round pick. The Seahawks got back two first-rounders, two second-rounders, a fifth, Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, and Noah Fant, a block Buster deal for one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Denver finally gets their guys after two years of speculation and being in on every single quarterback. Actually, turns out, Kevin, the only quarterback they ever wanted supposedly was Russell Wilson. But this is big news, as we saw from yesterday. Betting markets have changed. And also, nice little plug here for our Moneyline show in the afternoon. Exactly why we love that show. Things break during Mm -hmm. the day. We get to hammer it right away with Kevin with a, oh, my goodness, moment yesterday. And, yes, it was Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I got to grab that clip. Yesterday, DRS was throwing nothing but CLV in his back pocket. Denver at the time, I believe. 22 to 1, Donnie, before that story broke. Yes, correct. To go out there and win the Super Bowl, now up to 12 to 1. Russell Wilson was 25 to 1 to an NFL MVP, now down to 12 to 1. We'll talk about what this deal means for Denver, the state of that division, and of course, the Seattle Seahawks, who also had some huge news around another icon around that franchise, releasing Bobby Wagner. The tank is on in Seattle. Aaron Rodgers did have some big news yesterday. Too bad, Aaron. Leave, and it would have been the top story. You want to be boring and go back? You come in second place. $200 million, four-year contract, although he can't help but complain and say, that's not the deal. I don't know if that's true. All right, Rodgers, whatever. He's going back to Green Bay, Donnie. Good enough for him. Lambeau, they run it back. 
Yeah, they do run it back, and good for Green Bay, I guess you could say, because now, again, being the top dog in the NFC, they'll probably have home field advantage throughout the NFC playoffs, probably get beat by a team that's more physical than them, and we'll <laughs> run it back the next year to see if Aaron Rodgers is going to retire or he wants to play on, I don't know, a $60 million contract. But Green Bay got their man back. Good for them at that point. But at the same time, you're right. The late tweet when the Russell Wilson news broke and Aaron Rodgers is back on the back page, hey, guys. I didn't sign this yet. There's a chance I might not be here. Come on, Aaron. Sign the contract. Get it done. The more I just get set up for what this show is going to be, there's a lot of fan bases that are happy right now. I mean, everyone's going to be getting slandered today. Green Bay jumps up to plus 750 to win a Super Bowl in front of the Chiefs. Makes no sense. Anybody watch Packers postseason football over the last, I don't know, decade plus there? It's absolutely ridiculous uh, the way that Green Bay is getting shifted up there. I thought everybody knew Rodgers was coming back. Did you know? Did you not know? Which one was it? I can't tell. We did see some big news around the wide receiver position yesterday. Uh, one of my favorite things, maybe in NFL reporting history, is while everybody was reporting that Russell Wilson was being traded, Ian Rappaport rocked up with a Mike Williams extension tweet, which cracked me up tremendously. And it wasn't even the biggest wide receiver news of the day. We bring the radio audience into the fold. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Sports Grid Radio, the early line on a Wednesday morning. Kevin Walsh and Don and right side. But DRS, the tag comes down. Devon Monte Adams, Chris Godwin, both slapped with that franchise tag. Yeah, no surprises here. With the rapid movement up of the salary cap, teams aren't risky and saying, hey, we'll negotiate with you during the free agent period. They're slapping that tag down. Even if it's going to cost you $20 million directly to your cap next year, maybe you can still work out a deal. There's still that window to be open. But Devontae Adams, once you saw Aaron Rodgers going back to Green Bay, that was pretty much a formality here. And Chris Godwin, they're not going to let him slip away, even though he is injured. Not bad, Kevin. Blowing your knee out the previous year on a franchise tag and getting another tag for around $20 million. Two years, around $38 million, I believe, guaranteed for Godwin and coming off an ACL. Not a bad look for him. Shows that Tampa Bay still wants to be competitive, which does factor in to our next headline here, an update around Deshaun Watson. It's twofold. One, this coming Friday, there he is going to uh, be in front of the grand jury, and we're going to get a little bit of a clearer picture, it appears, around what's going to happen with Watson. Will he be facing criminal charges, which is obviously really, really important. The other piece of this puzzle is a more recent update uh, from Ian Rappaport suggesting that both NFC South teams, Carolina Panthers, and the Tampa Bay Bucks, Donnie, will have interest in Deshaun Watson. No doubt. He's always going to have interest. He's a young, talented quarterback, even though he does have some off-the-field issues that he must settle. But also yesterday, Joe Bonner, former Eagles general manager, said likely landing spot could be in Philadelphia. Welcome to the party. A good quarterback's on the market, and I don't know, a dozen teams want him. We'll see where Deshaun Watson ends up, or if he just stays put down in Texas. Mm-hmm. A lot of big stuff to watch throughout the NFL. In the hoops world there, the WCC final deliver. Gonzaga gets a nasty cover because St. Mary's wouldn't stop fouling. Kyrie with a 50 ball on Charlotte as they break their losing streak. And the Warriors handle the Los Angeles Clippers late night. Donnie, your thoughts on those NBA headlines? The Warriors with a W, Kev. I told you, watch out for those Warriors heading down the stretch. A monster night by Steph Curry, right? I think, right? He had 15 points, man. Oh, that's enough. 15 that's points. Easy. He's doing Last it. Last time I asked him about it. West Coast He's ball. Doing it. NFL talk is next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos. Quite a lot to unpack here. The odds to win the Super Bowl for Denver on the move. They were always baking in a quarterback move. Most often it was Aaron Rodgers that was discussed there. That team, 24 to 1. I believe at one point, maybe back as much as 28 to 1. It was 22 to 1 on moving day. And now has jumped up 12 to 1. Third best odds of any team in the AFC. Fifth best odds of any team in the NFL. That's what happens when you bring a franchise quarterback into the fold. You know, we're going to ask this question, did they give up too much? Who won this deal? You know, yesterday people were asking my speed on who won this deal. The team that has Russell Wilson has to be the team that won this deal. Your reaction as we sit here now with Russell Wilson, a Denver Bronco. Yeah, I would give a lean to the Denver Broncos here with them winning the deal, Kevin. But also keep in mind, I think both of these, it's very rare that I look at a trade and I'm like, you know what? This sounds fair for both sides because it's pretty clear mm-hmm. to me Seattle wanted to push the reset button. This was fancy. You get a couple players back. You get a quarterback that might be able to compete for a starting job with Drew Locke. And quite frankly, if he's bad, that probably works out even better for Seattle. If that makes sense, you can tank next year and get even better draft prospects on the way. But also, let's just take a look here at the Denver Broncos and what they did. Because here's the key component. You got your quarterback. He's in his prime right now. That doesn't mean, Kevin, you just traded all this capital. You got Russell Wilson, and ownership goes, all right, perfect. We got Russ. Season tickets are good. Ratings will be high. Let's ride this out and see where it goes. That's not what happens. Like, if you are watching the past few years in the NFL, when you are close, you push your chips all in. Worked out really well for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, getting Tom Brady first year, Super Bowl champion. Let's get after it. Try to run it back the next year. Didn't work out, and that's okay. Los Angeles Rams, we are a quarterback away from really doing this thing. They go out and get their quarterback in Matthew Stafford. They win a Super Bowl. So the Denver Broncos right on the heels going, hey, how about us here? We'll go get an all-pro quarterback, add him to our talented roster, but let's not stop here. Similar to what those teams did, like with Tampa Bay. 
you know, every single player on that team, all those starters bringing the back, talented players. The Los Angeles Rams said the same thing. Hey, we got a good core in here. Let's bring the quarterback in. And, oh, yeah, let's add Odell Beckham during the season along with Von Miller. That's what the Denver Broncos are going to do now, particularly talking about Von Miller. Now we're waiting for him to see if he wants to return back to Denver. But this isn't a set piece here for the Denver Broncos as we look at the FanDuel Sportsbook at 12-1. to 1. We're probably anticipating even more players, quality players, heading towards the Denver Broncos, thinking they can actually make a Super Bowl as well. I think the return for Seattle has been wildly overrated <laughs> by most. I mean, listen, man. Let's stop pretending no offense, Travis Kelsey. I mean, he is a fringe top 10 tight end in the NFL. Uh, who, who possibly could care? People acting like they even know who Shelby Harris is. Missed me with this nonsense. To paint Drew Locke as anything other than a negative asset is a waste of time. He would have been cut if he wasn't traded in the deal. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous to be, oh, Seattle got a quarterback. I mean, yeah, they got a warm body who will have the ball snapped to him. Outside of that, they don't have much else there. They got two twos and two ones. And that's great, except they don't know how to draft. I mean, they're going to take a couple of running backs in there. I'm surprised they weren't able to get this deal done with one first-rounder and Melvin Gordon. It's, so the Seattle Hall here is they cut Bobby Wagner. Again, I cannot be excited about this. They don't even have their own first-round pick this year, which is part of the reason that they had to do this, because they don't know what they're doing, and they traded a world of draft capital to get Jamal Adams, a deal that has not worked out for them in the slightest, and a deal like this that probably won't be working out as well. And we can unpack more of the Seattle stuff as is. But for the Denver Broncos, listen, it is a monster win. They were clearly in on Aaron Rodgers, despite what nonsensical reports suggest that they were always in on Russell Wilson. We know that's not true. Stop pretending it is. And they were able to get Russ to waive a no-trade clause, which I do believe he was not willing to waive for Washington or Philly. It's obviously nonsense that Denver was the only team he would go to. We had heard a much larger list of teams that he was interested in. But again, Russ has to remain corny and is going to simultaneously pretend that he only wanted to be in Seattle, but also only wanted to be in Denver. But that's who Russell Wilson tends to be. But at the end of the day, whenever you can add a guy that can provide top five quarterback play in the NFL, you have to do that. You absolutely must. And that's what the Denver Broncos did. We can talk about where they're going to finish in the N or in the AFC West and in the NFL landscape as a whole. But you have to give this team credit for going for it. And it shows a little bit, Donnie, the way the NFL landscape is changing. So often you needed to get it right in the draft and land with a franchise quarterback in that direction. Way more NBA. And the NFL is better for it. You squander a couple of seasons of, of good, good quarterback play, and eventually teams are going to come calling, and teams are going to find their way to a top-five quarterback potentially through trades. Yeah, and also a 33-year-old quarterback in his prime that's going to go and get some weapons here. So we're taking a look from a Denver Broncos perspective, and rightfully so. That's a team that's pushing their chips and saying, hey, we think we have a legitimate chance to win a Super Bowl. Tough division, of course, but it gets a little bit easier once you add Russell Wilson. And we'll see what the Denver Broncos in the near future do with adding pieces in the draft or whatnot, particularly in free agency, or what veterans now want to come and say, hey, I'm going to go ring chase here with the Denver Broncos. But more likely here, let's look at Seattle's side. What actually happened? You, you're taking a look at an organization, which we questioned going into the offseason. Could be the perfect reset here. 
Pete Carroll, move on. Move on from the general manager. Move on from Russell Wilson. Get a fresh look at this franchise and try to rebuild. Here's the issue in the NFL and throughout sports, Kevin. There's no particulars, and there's no guarantees that just because you trade Russell Wilson away for a large Mm -hmm. sum of draft picks and you're going to reset your future and clear your salary cap that you can just go, hey, you know what? boy, we're going to trade DK Metcalf for a first-round pick, and then we're going to try to draft DK Metcalf again in this draft with a first-round draft pick. That doesn't always work out. Hey, let's move on from Tyler Lockett and just replace him as well. And also, getting the quarterback position correct is the hardest thing to do in professional sports. You had Russell Wilson. Clearly, you could have went through a Dame Lillard, we're going to reset this franchise with Russell Wilson and probably waste his next three to four years. But I thought it was the right move. And now also, the same way I just said, how we're going to look at the Denver Broncos, Seattle's not done here. If you think DK Metcalf is going to be happy with Drew Locke or Geno Smith as his quarterback, that's going to change and they'll probably be on the move as well. Bobby Wagner, as you stated, also already on the move by being cut. That is their franchise guy on the defensive side to say, hey, man, we're not trying to win next year. You might help us win games. Good luck. Hopefully you sign with a contender where you can pursue your Super Bowl aspirations. Seattle, way down. Denver, way up. Two different franchises heading in different directions, Kevin. And Seattle still stays in one of the best divisions in all of football. So bottoming out makes sense. There is no way both Lockett and Metcalf are on the team, and it's far more likely that both are gone than both remain in Seattle. And that's the way this is clearly trending. It's going to be a full cleaning of house. And and I actually don't know if Pete Carroll is going to go anywhere. I, I think that this is something that he was pushing towards, and I think he's happy about this. The one thing I would love to know is – what all of the offers look like here. Because I refuse to believe that, again, a a top five level quarterback was on the market and only three teams were offering up the assets required to get him out of there. Denver, the only place Russ ever wanted to play. Nonsense. And then Washington and Philadelphia. And again, I believe that he didn't want to go to Washington or Philadelphia. I might argue that Russ is wrong to value Denver as highly as he seemingly has. And we'll unpack, we'll get to hot or not, where we think the Denver Broncos are ultimately going to go. But where was Indianapolis? The the Colts are going to cut Carson Wentz because they're desperate to upgrade the quarterback position. Where were the Colts in this conversation? The Pittsburgh Steelers is obviously anybody outside of the mile high would acknowledge a better situation for Russell Wilson. I mean, that's, come on now, please. Let's, let's, I mean, even Nugs at some point, we got to acknowledge this year. Far better defense, same level of wide receiver talent there, significantly better head coach. As if Nathaniel Hackett is a quarterback whisperer. I mean, I, I might have been able to ask Russell Wilson two weeks ago who was the coach of the Denver Broncos. I'm not sure he would have even known the answer. Probably not, but they landed their guy, and that's a big boost for the Denver Broncos because you have to go out there and make those swings when you can. We'll continue to unpack this as well as Aaron Rodgers back in Green Bay right here in the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. 
Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. Back right here on the early line. We'll get to Rodgers in a moment. We'll unpack Denver and where we think this team will land in the scope of the NFL. Obviously, we're far out, but where we think they'll land in the scope of the NFL today during hot or not. I do want to unpack one thing, though, Donnie, because I think I've made it very, very clear that I don't think the Denver Broncos are as good of a landing spot for a quarterback as everybody else seems to believe. And I find it completely ridiculous to suggest that Russell Wilson, who somehow simultaneously wasn't requesting a trade, had only one team he was willing to waive a no-trade clause for, and that being the Denver Broncos when it was all said and done. What do you think in terms of the way this played out here for did Russell Wilson have his eyes set on the right destination? And are you surprised that he wouldn't waive it for a Philly, a Washington? And also, are you surprised that we're not hearing a more of, again, the Colts and the Steelers entering into the fold here for a Russ discussion? I think a lot of teams actually entered into the fold. Now, whether or not, Kevin, they made an official offer, that's to be determined. And you know how teams now cover, because if you had a guy, let's just say the Philadelphia Eagles, man, we had three number ones. We we're going to give every number one pick, which is three, in the draft for the Philadelphia Eagles. Then we're going to throw in, I don't know, Fletcher Cox. And they turned the deal down. Well, then they reported, we go like, hey, I heard there was three first round. What? Jalen Hurts was always our quarterback. I don't know where you got those details from. That's what happens after a trade went stand, goes down. It's not like you're at the card table and everybody flips over their cards to see what you had and what the best deal possible was. They don't do that in the NFL. They don't show anything or any cards here. But I think there was a list that Russell Wilson gave the Seattle Seahawks and behind the scenes played both sides of the or burned both sides of the candle, right? Saying, I really want to be with Seattle. This is the only place I want to be. And behind the scenes going, here's my list of five or six teams. You better trade me before the draft hits here so I know where I'm going. And also, keep in mind, the whole stuff about we wanted to trade him to the AFC. Why? Because he didn't want to go to Washington because you play them once every four years, and Washington barely makes the playoffs if they do at all, and you would have to line up with them in an NFC championship game against Russell Wilson. Stop the madness here, because the interesting part about this was, Kevin, the draft compensation coming back from the Denver Broncos. Two number ones, two number twos. Now there were players involved. It turns out that the Washington football team here, or the Washington commanders, as we can call them now, they actually did show their cards and was like, hey, Wait a second. I was giving you a 1 in 2022, a 1 in 2023, and a 1 in 2024. Our deal was better on the table. Why did we get a renegotiation here and go up against Denver? Because we could have probably even sweetened the pot. It's because Russell Wilson basically said, hey, that's all fine and good. You go ahead and get five first-round picks from Washington. I'm not going there, and I'm going to tell them that directly. So then you have to downshift and go to one of the places he wants to go to and try to make the best mm -hmm. deal possible. That's how I think, Kevin, it went down. Yeah, I think the NFC thing is silly. 
Uh, I, you could, if, if you want to have some fun, sell me on the idea, since they now own Denver Broncos draft capital, that they thought, all right, he'll be least impactful in the AFC West, so we'll send him to Denver. I don't think that's really what was going through the Seahawks' mind. I think not wanting to go to Washington, more than understandable. The franchise is a mess right now. Not wanting to go to Philadelphia, I can understand that. Ultimately, I might disagree uh, with where Denver lies, but I just still need to hear more about where was Pittsburgh and where was Indianapolis in this conversation. We know both teams need to upgrade the quarterback position. I think, again, most reasonable people would admit that Indianapolis and Pittsburgh are better landing spots for Russell Wilson. And it's not that the Denver Broncos had otherworldly draft capital, like a Philadelphia Eagles, like a New York Giants, like a New York Jets. The Colts could have offered up two twos, two ones, and a couple of players. They could have offered up a third first-round pick, whatever Washington was willing to give. And I really, really find it unlikely that Chris Ballard was not willing to offer these things. So it's just bizarre to watch this play out. And again, maybe people will say, just believe that Denver's the only place he wanted to go. We'll see if Russell Wilson will explain why, because then he might have to admit that he wanted to leave Seattle, which I don't know if he's willing to do. We'll talk about, again, how far along we think Denver can go. But, Donnie, Aaron Rodgers returns to Green Bay. I'm actually over the moon that this story doesn't have to be the top story of the day because, like, one, obviously I wanted him to move on because that's more exciting. And, again, anyone outside of Green Bay could acknowledge that. But, two... The deal gets is is basically he breaks the news by sending it over to Pat McAfee, which is awesome stuff there. But then, you know, the top reporters give out the contract details. Rodgers is watching all his thunder being taken up by Russell Wilson, and he's like, "Well, the contract details being reported aren't real, but I am going to be back in Green. I can't deal with this anymore. I don't care what his contract is; it makes basically no difference to me. It feels like it makes no difference to the Packers as is. All I know is." Rodgers is back in Green Bay, and they're now the second-best odds, Donnie, to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, with Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, hey, I'm coming back to Green Bay. That's actually the story, which is it really a story because you've been there basically 20 years at this point. But the funny part about that was is once Russell Wilson was like, hey, I'm going to move on from Seattle and head over to Denver, well, what are our contract details? So to get back in overall and say to yourself, Aaron Rodgers, "Hey, hey, listen to me again. It's not 200 million. It's actually 201, or it's 199 million. I did that on purpose because I didn't want to go over 200 million. I mean, come on now, Aaron Rodgers. But him going back and saying with Denver, this is the key ingredient here because I know you're looking at this where the same way most are. Doesn't matter for the Green Bay Packers. They do the same thing every year. Hot knife through butter in their division. Number one overall uh, 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 draft, not draft stats. Excuse me. Number one overall seating in the playoffs, and then you get mm-hmm. to the playoffs and you never show up. And I know we had even had a a, uh, a tweeter a, a couple days ago, but hey, you know, blame on Aaron Rodgers and this and that. He's going to get a lot of blame. Why? Because he's supposed to be the guy that's making all this money, fifty to sixty million dollars a year. You're supposed to punch your ticket to multiple Super Bowls, like you're Tom Brady. I'll need to get into ten of them, but come on, once every five years or so, mix in a Super Bowl there for the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers. But their move is correct, though, and I agree with it. The NFC winner plus 350 at the FanDuel Sportsbook over the Rams at 430, the Niners at 6-1, to and the Cowboys at 7-1. to That's supposed to be there. And then we slide it up here for the Super Bowl odds here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. You list the Green Bay Packers at plus 750 just behind the Buffalo Bills. And I agree with it. 
odds-wise here. But I don't agree with it that I think the Green Bay Packers are going to win, to the Super, win the Super Bowl. But at the same time, you have to price them that way because if they are going to be the number one seed and they have home field advantage, you still have to give them the benefit of the doubt as if they're going to be the favorites to get to the Super Bowl. It is interesting, though, that Green Bay has somehow earned a position in front of the Los Angeles Rams, similar to the Bills are earning a position in front of the Kansas City Chiefs. Perhaps serves again as a reminder of about it's where the money uh, is, you know, where the bets are being placed more so than a predictive model. Ultimately, there, I don't listen. Going back to the place that you've been forever is understandable. A place that, by the way, listen, they win 13 games every single time that they've had Matt LaFleur. He's doubled up an MVP award both seasons with LaFleur. I I can understand all of that. I think there were better options out there. But then again, and I don't know how this could be. I mean, I'm I'm telling you, some of these quarterbacks tuning in the early line, I'm telling you, I'm giving you great advice here. Like, your only options were not Green Bay, the Broncos, and retirement. I mean, if those were the three options, then I think Aaron Rodgers made the right decision. But again, Colts, Steelers, Niners, Bucks, all of those teams felt like they were on the cards there, and apparently not. Where this team is going to go, well, again, unpack that in just a minute. Jordan Love. Jordan Love. I sent out a tweet the other day saying, is the Jordan Love pick the worst pick in the history of the draft? And a lot of people sent back, no, 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 no. Ryan Leaf, Jamarcus Russell, all these other busts. Here's the difference. Jamarcus Russell. They needed a quarterback when Oakland drafted him, right? Now, if a guy doesn't pan out, a guy doesn't pan out. Jordan Love was drafted by a Super Bowl contender when they never needed a quarterback. Jordan Love has been in the NFL for two years, and the player that he is supposed to replace has won the NFL MVP award both seasons. Aaron Rodgers did sit, right? And it was his fourth year where he was the starter. Well, that's two years away. Anybody think Jordan Love's going to start for Green Bay then? No. By the sixth year, the sixth year, Aaron Rodgers had a Super Bowl trophy, and by the seventh, he won the NFL MVP. Seven years into Jordan Love, and he won't sniff the field for the Green Bay Packers because Rodgers' contract is going to run up all the way until then. It is the most useless draft pick that has ever been made. It is, it is the equivalent, Donnie, of the Kansas City Chiefs going out there and drafting a quarterback in the first round this year. Yeah, there might be worse players but there is no worse use of draft capital that I can remember than a team who had an NFL MVP at the quarterback position that they re-upped for historic money as Jordan Love sits there. And people keep saying, what's the best landing spot for Jordan Love? Who cares? Who cares? He wasn't that good coming out of Utah State. I don't know. Denver, Seattle, New England. Who cares where Jordan Love goes, Donnie? He's useless. Nobody knows if he's good, and we'll never know if he's good. And your point is valid here. And also, let me double down on that by saying, like, not you didn't draft a kicker in the first round. You didn't draft a punter in the first round. You drafted a quarterback. So it's okay, he might be the future of our franchise. But once you did that, you also angered one of the best quarterbacks in NFL history for no apparent reason. So even if Aaron Rodgers came, hey, look, you got to get me a wide receiver. You know what? We're going with a field goal kicker. Oh, come on. How could you do this? Not only did they say, we're not going to help you, but you know what? We found a guy that in two years is going to take your job here. And Aaron Rodgers says, as correct, oh, he's going to take my job. Why don't we go and win back-to-back MVPs and then sign the biggest contract in history just so I can stay in Green Bay? And also, Kevin, did he stay in Green Bay 
just to spite Jordan Love as the quarterback. So he will never play for Green Bay again. Never doubt Aaron Rodgers on stuff so. like that. But you got to be thinking that in the back of his mind, you know what? I'm going to show you how bad this draft pick was. I'm going to stick around here for a few more years. They quite literally would have been better drafting a punter in the first round <laughs> than Jordan Love. Punt God. Yeah, we're sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com with the wells fargo active cash credit card you can earn unlimited two percent cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need that means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. Hot or not right here on the early line. It's a good one. It captures both uh, the top stories the NFL, a lot of ways to unpack this year. Donnie, hot or not, Russell Wilson will go further in the playoffs than Aaron Rodgers this year. It's an absolute not, and I love the fact that he gave me a layup to start here. And then hear me out on this. It's not about actually who's going to win the Super Bowl because Russell Wilson has a legitimate chance to win the Super Bowl. He's a very good quarterback. Same thing with Aaron Rodgers. But it's about, Kevin, to me, the pathway to actually get to a Super Bowl and possibly win it, which means you have to advance. You know what's going to happen here for the Green Bay Packers? They're not even going to have to play the first weekend because they're going to have that number one seed, which gives you a bye. Mm. I doubt the Denver Broncos are going to have that because you have a lot of competition. And it's not even so much to say, like, I think the Denver Broncos can win the AFC West. They're going to beat each other up all season long here. And one of those teams like the Buffalo Bills are going to skate in to that number one seed. So the more games you play in the playoffs, the more likely it is you might lose a playoff game. So I'll keep this short and sweet at this time. Again, the Denver Broncos are good. The Denver Broncos will make the playoffs next year. So will the Green Bay Packers. But the path to winning multiple games is so much easier here, Kevin, for me from a Green Bay perspective. Not to say if these two teams matched up in the Super Bowl, who would win? Because technically the Denver Broncos probably would have the edge for me. But just making it there, a lot easier for the Green Bay Packers. Absolutely hot. The Green Bay Packers are going farther than the Denver Broncos. It's true, isn't it great? All this great stuff for Denver here, and yet this stagnant Packers situation is still far better. 
The Green Bay Packers are more likely to win their division than Denver will be to make the playoffs. Listen, this team is minus 220, minus 220 to win the NFC North. The Detroit Lions are not a real football team and have no intentions of being one. The Chicago Bears can hope all they want that Justin Fields hits the ground running. But let's be honest here. It'll be a headline story if he throws for 250 yards in consecutive games with what we watched last year in Chicago. And it leaves, once again, everybody's favorite, Kirk Cousins versus Aaron Rodgers debate, which is not really a debate. It's about whether or not people think they can get some sharp money down on Minnesota in a must-win game for the division that Kirk Cousins always finds a way to lose. The Denver Broncos right now are positioned to finish second in their division, and the Chargers are closer to them than they are closer to the Kansas City Chiefs. This, to me, is a situation where the Denver Broncos, again, had to make a swing for a legit quarterback. They swung and they connected. But this is why I have been telling people that this Denver lock to bring in one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL has never made sense. Because whether it was Rodgers or Russ, you were not going to land in a situation where you were a division favorite. You were not going to land in a situation where you were even clear-cut the second-best team in your division. You will find more people that will argue that they will take the Chargers over Denver than Denver over Kansas City. This is where Russell Wilson landed. This is why I find it hard to believe that Russell Wilson's list of teams was one team long. If he goes to the Colts, they're immediately division favorites at a minus price. Heck, if he goes to Pittsburgh with the defending AFC champions, a Baltimore Ravens team that's always respected throughout an odds board and a very talented Cleveland roster, he still goes and becomes a favorite in the AFC North. He went to one of very few situations, Donnie Russell Wilson, where they wouldn't be divisional favorites. So of course it's hot because like you said, Green Bay is probably just going to start their postseason run in the second round of the playoffs. And Denver's going to be on the road in the first weekend of playoff action. No doubt about it. And it makes some sense here. Also, let me throw a little bit of a, uh, you know, curveball into this. Let's just say, like, Russell Wilson is a very good quarterback. Russell Wilson has won a Super Bowl. Russell Wilson has been to multiple Super Bowls. Aaron Rodgers has been to one and won it. If Aaron Rodgers had actually made the move from the Green Bay Packers over to the Denver Broncos, as we sit at the FanDuel Sportsbook, do you think their odds would have increased, meaning 12-1 to to win the Super Bowl? And also, if we take a look at just winning the division itself here, as we had a plus 230, would those numbers be higher priced, meaning, Denver Broncos, not plus 230. They would be plus 200 or even better than that. And a 12-1 mm-hmm. Super Bowl championship, I actually believe they would be under 10-1 to at that point. Do you agree with that, that if Aaron Rodgers had moved, the needle would have moved a little bit more in the Broncos' direction? 100%. Because yeah. Green Bay finally got the confirmation that Rodgers was back, and they became the, a stronger favorite in the NFC. They jumped Kansas City and are now the second spot in terms of the entire NFL to win a Super Bowl here. Look, they would be under $2 to win the AFC West, no doubt, no doubt in my mind, which is why Rodgers was their initial plan, and it's why they pivoted 
to Russell Wilson because Aaron Rodgers just went out there and ripped off back-to-back MVPs. That's not even Russ slander. It's, it's understanding where Aaron Rodgers sits in the NFL. But I have to say, for the decision made by Aaron Rodgers to go back, I, I told you, it's, it's not a lot of positive things that I have to say about the decisions made here. And a lot of people, I know people think it's me. Like, I'm the negative one here, right? Donnie said, Donnie, mm-hmm. that he's going to take Green Bay to win, to be further in the playoffs just because they'll start further. He's not picking them to win a Super Bowl, win an NFC. Rodgers, it's by default because he's going to run through the NFC North. Mm-hmm. Again, imagine, Donnie, if he lands in Tampa Bay, or like if, there's, if he lands in Tampa, Super Bowl favorite. Niners, Super Bowl favorite significantly stronger odds if he's in those situations. Again, I think if he's in Pittsburgh, in Indianapolis, they move further up the board than Green Bay. I know that it's great to stay where you are, and I can appreciate the longevity in one situation and being loyal to where you are. That's fine. But it is it is inaccurate, Donnie, to suggest that Rodgers went back to a situation that gave him the best chance to win a Super Bowl this coming season. He did not. I, don't, I actually think he did, though, because if you're going to – I understand what you're saying. If you go to Tampa Bay, it might help you out because, again, the division is a little bit weaker. Going to the NFC West, I don't know if that really would have helped him out. So if you're saying, like, what was the one spot that probably would have put him ahead of the curve if the team was all in? Probably would be Tampa Bay at that point, but also wouldn't that be a lateral move because you're already in a horrendous division. So I think it makes a lot of sense for Aaron Rodgers to put himself in the best possible chance at advancing in the playoffs, which I do think would be the Green Bay Packers. You're supposed to have a great home field advantage playing in 20-degree weather and snow. It just doesn't work out for the Green Bay Packers at this point here. But if you, you, know, you get all the money in the world also, let's keep in mind with this as well. Aaron Rodgers, a little bit of a strange character. He's in Green Bay where they worship the ground he walks on regardless. Because if you want to tell me Aaron Rodgers is in New York City, Aaron Rodgers is in Philadelphia, or one of those markets that would get on you, and he's making $60 million, and you say, you only gave us one Super Bowl a decade ago? You got to perform. Boy, you might be a choker because you can't get back. The Green Bay fans are never going to say that. Welcome back, St. Aaron Rodgers. Do whatever you want. Make as much money as you want. As long as you're here, we'll love you. I think that's because he's out there ripping off back-to-back MVPs. I watched Packers fans get tired of the song and dance from Rodgers throughout this offseason. And I'll tell you this. If Rodgers went to Tampa or San Francisco and it was a lateral move with the same results as what's been going on in Green Bay, well, then we get the answer that Rodgers is the problem. Can't put it on Green Bay anymore. I mean, serious, right? The Tampa roster that Brady won with is still intact. Yeah, no, listen, it was far more important to bring back Randall Cobb. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, the problem is Aaron Rodgers has no ability to evaluate situations or talent, it turns out, there, because he's still trying to figure out how they lost out on multiple Super Bowls with Jake Kumarau as a wide receiver, too, situation, which, again, it is what it is. Let me ask you this next one here, though, DRS, because the question, of course, is going to always be what's next around the quarterback position. Russ gone Rodgers gone in terms of who's on the board for these teams that are looking to upgrade at quarterback hot or not Deshaun Watson will be the next quarterback moved absolutely not at this point he I do think he's going to be moved but there's way too many things that we have to figure out talking about they're finally getting to their court cases and depositions and then settling these cases will he be charged that's going to take some time you know it might not take a long time here guys on the move like Jimmy Garoppolo even though he had surgery all we need to hear from the green like oh The surgery went the best I've ever seen it, and he should be throwing by training camp. He'll then be on the move at this point. Also keep in mind, 
talking about on the move. Now, it's it's unfair to say, like, guys that get cut and then re-sign. We're talking about guys that are on teams that are going to be traded. Still keep in mind, Carson Wentz, I believe, by mid, I want to say, I think it's March 18th, one of those dates where his salary becomes guaranteed for the 2022 season. Mm -hmm. They're either going to, A, cut him, or possibly they could move him for a late-round draft pick to try to save some cap space here on the Colts. I do not think Deshaun Watson is going to be the very next quarterback on the move. Will he be moved? Probably. But I think this is going to come down to either on draft night for Deshaun Watson or they wait right up until training camp until somebody gets forced into a trade to make it happen. So initially, when this was drafted up, this notion, it was going to be hot for me because I do believe Watson will be on the move. But I actually think one of the biggest losers yesterday, Donnie, were the Houston Texans because, again, I'm not blown away by the return Seattle got for Russell Wilson. And if you're the Houston Texans, I think it's going to be very, very difficult to try and call up other NFL teams and say, hey, man, where's those four first-rounders, couple of seconds, and some high-caliber NFL starters that we were asking for? Get lost, man. Get lost. You are trying to draft the quarterback with more baggage than maybe any player in the NFL, and you're out, and he hasn't played in a year, and you're trying to double up the return for Russell Wilson. So, again, I still think he's moved, Donnie. But not only is there a lot to figure out from an off-field standpoint, but... When that is eventually sorted, which is what the expectation is, is I think Houston's going to have a tough reality that that, you know, monstrous, monstrous package that they were looking for, I, I don't think is on the table. But then again, you're, you're higher on the Seattle return than I am. But I, I think that resets what the Texans can reasonably be asking NFL teams for for Watson. Yeah, you're not getting four first-rounders for this guy because, again, there's still so much to determine. It's not as if the guy was just away for a one-year sabbatical because he wanted to get his mind right and is now coming back to dominate in the NFL. Do I still think he's going to be a very good quarterback in the NFL? Sure. These guys are athletes. You know, he didn't get any more wear and tear, but it's the mindset coming back. And also, is you prepared to say, okay, I'm going to give you two twos. I'm going to give you two ones. I'm going to give you multiple players. And then tell your fan base, by the way, this guy's probably not going to be, play, be able to play next year because he's going to be suspended for at least half of the season. That is a tough sell. And also, the price tag on top of it. By the time we start to get around, Deshaun Watson is well into that second contract, and he's going to want even more money. So good luck selling that to your ownership group if you are a GM. Now, guys like Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys, if Jerry made that trade that didn't work out, you're not firing Jerry. But put a GM out here that tells his owner, this is definitely going to work, and it doesn't, you will never be a GM again in the NFL. Tough spot. Yeah, it's a good point where you're going to, as a general manager and and a head coach as well, because you're going to be just as tied into this, Matt Rule, we'll talk about in the final segment of the first hour. You're going to have... To basically, you know, you know how they try and say, hey, make a paper trail, man. Get it get it put in, you know, in written word there. He's going to try yep. and be like, listen, man, you told me this was okay. You, t- yep. you told me. You can't fire me because I sent out 18 first-round draft picks for Deshaun Watson. But I just think that that offer now has to be recalibrated, which becomes very interesting if that has come down a little bit or more teams in the mix. We heard about some teams that would be in the mix yesterday. We'll break that down to close out the opening hour of the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See Walmart.com for details. Closing out hour number one, Sean Watson linked to the Carolina Panthers a little bit, Donnie. The Carolina Panthers are 55-1 to to win the Super Bowl here, but I'm a little more interested in their odds to win the NFC South, a plus 350. Tampa also linked, and I'm sure Tampa will make a push. The one thing is, and again, we talk a lot about Russell Wilson today, no trade clause, where he's willing to go. I think at the end of the day, Deshaun Watson, I think, will be far more willing to open it up for, you know, a number of teams because he just wants out of Houston. I ask you this. If Carolina gets to Sean Watson and he's able to play the full 17 games, and I know that's unlikely, but just bear with me, he's able to play the full season, do the Carolina Panthers become the favorites in the NFC South? No, I don't think so. And I'm going to play, you know, what I think is going to take place in the future because the Carolina Panthers would improve with a healthy Deshaun Watson playing 17 games, no question about it. They won't be plus 350 to win that division. But I'm also banking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, not necessarily running it back and not even getting Tom Brady, but they're not just going to sit on the sidelines here and tell you, like, Kyle Trask is going to be our starting quarterback or just some random backup guy. I do think they make a move for a quality quarterback, and as long as they get a quality quarterback, they will still be the best overall team in that division. Can they do damage in the playoffs? I don't know, but it's a good point you bring up. Deshaun Watson will improve the Carolina Panthers, but I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would make a move to get a veteran quarterback to keep them in the lead for that division. I th- hmm. Here's the thing. If it is Watson versus Matt Ryan, Taysom Hill, and Jimmy Garoppolo, they're going to be, I think, no worse than co-favorites with Tampa Bay. But he can't possibly play all 17. That that just no, not. feels impossible to happen. And the other thing is, this it's going to be very interesting to see what a potential bidding war could look like, though, for a Deshaun Watson. Because... If it's Tampa versus Carolina, as much as I don't think they're getting four first-rounders, you're talking about the future of a division in a head-to-head battle like that. That would obviously be big for Houston's returns. Hour number two, a loaded hour number two on deck. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. 
That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 